everyone. Welcome to the Rivers Virtual Sunday Service. My name is Allison and I am the assistant pastor here. We are currently in a sermon series called Understanding the Bible Through Jesus. We are going through the Bible and reading the stories through the lens of God's unconditional agape love. Before we took a break for Palm Sunday and Easter, we were exploring Joseph's story. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing the story of Moses. After Joseph's generation died, the Israelites were fruitful and grew in number. During this time, a new king, who, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt. Afraid of the Israelites' numbers, the new king made the Israelites slaves to the Egyptians and oppressed them. The king sent out an order that only the female children of the Israelites should be allowed to live. He ordered that the male babies be thrown into the Nile River. And so it was into this environment that Moses was born. For three months after he was born, Moses's mother hid him from the Egyptian authorities. When she could no longer do so, she left Moses in a papyrus basket among the reeds along the Nile. Moses was discovered by Pharaoh's daughter who decided to rescue him and take him in herself. And so Moses grew up as the adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter in the Egyptian court. The narrative then skips ahead to an incident that took place when Moses was an adult. Exodus 2 tells us, one day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Looking this way and that and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, what I did must have become known. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. From this passage, we learn a few things about Moses. First, we see that though he was raised as an Egyptian, Moses still felt connected to the Israelites. He saw his people being enslaved and oppressed and became angry. Second, we see that Moses had leadership potential. Moses wanted to pursue justice, both between the Egyptians and the Israelites and among the Israelites themselves. We see this in the way that he spoke up and intervened in two situations of violence. However, Moses didn't yet have the tools or vision to be an effective leader. The way he intervened in the first situation by committing murder was counterproductive. It meant that he was forced to run for his life. And so Moses fled Egypt and settled in Midian. As time passed, Moses began to put down roots. He got married and had a son. But the Bible gives us a clue that a part of Moses was always thinking about his people in Egypt. 
When his son was born, he said, I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. His heart was still with the Israelites. And yet, if God hadn't intervened, Moses may have spent the rest of his life in Midian, cut off from his people and his purpose. But this is where Moses' story gets really interesting. One day, while Moses was out tending the flock, he saw a bush that was on fire but was not burning up. Moses approached the bush and God began to speak to him through the flames. God told Moses, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Surely this is a chance that Moses would jump at, right? It was a chance to return home, to see his family again, to be a leader, to work with God, to free his people from enslavement and oppression. These were all things that we know that Moses cared about. But Moses didn't say yes right away. In fact, he seemed quite ambivalent. The part of him that wanted to say yes was in tension with other parts of him that were afraid afraid of failing, of not being enough. And so we see Moses engage in a lengthy exchange with God, where he expressed all his concerns and doubts. Moses said, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? He said, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? Moses said, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you? He said, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. He said, pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. And what's amazing is that God patiently addressed every single one of Moses's questions and concerns. God promised Moses that he would be with him every step of the way. God told Moses exactly what to say to the Israelites. God gave Moses miraculous signs to back up his words. God reassured Moses that his lack of eloquence would not disqualify him. God agreed to send people to help Moses, first his brother Aaron and later his sister Miriam. And God assured Moses that it was safe to return to Egypt, letting him know that those who wanted to kill him had died. There are so many wonderful things about this exchange between Moses and God. I am moved by Moses's bravery it takes tremendous courage to do what Moses did, to acknowledge all of his fears and doubts and hopes and dreams, 
to lay them all out openly before God and allow God to speak into them, to believe God's promises to him and to take a step forward in faith. And I am also moved by how patient God was with Moses. God did not rush Moses, but instead gave him the time and space he needed to process his thoughts and feelings. God did not dismiss Moses' concerns as inconsequential, but instead validated them and took them seriously. And as a result, Moses was able to move forward. He was able to leave Midian, return to Egypt, and begin to step into his role as leader of the Israelites. Have you ever been stuck in your own metaphorical Midian longing to take a step forward into something good but held back by fear? I can think of many times in my life when that was the case. I felt this way before I moved from California to New York, when I was deciding whether or not to change careers and go to grad school, and when I first started dating my now husband. But when I think about times when fear almost held me back, I'm always reminded of my senior year of high school when I had the opportunity to compete against my classmates for a spot in a scholarship program. I had heard amazing things about this program from some of my older friends and desperately wanted to participate. But I thought that my chances of being chosen were slim and I was so afraid of being disappointed, of failing, that I started to believe that it would be better to not even try. So I began a campaign to convince both myself and my parents that this was the wisest course of action, writing out a list of all the reasons why I shouldn't participate. But for some reason, the night before the competition, I changed my mind. I finally had the courage to acknowledge to myself how much I really did want to participate. And I realized that I did not want to be someone who was ruled by her fears and insecurities. I realized that for me, it would be better to fail and suffer the pain of disappointment than to not even try at all. So I entered the competition and to my shock was selected as the winner. And as a result, I got to participate in an amazing months long leadership development program with students from around my county. It was a wonderful experience that I continue to cherish to this day. But looking back, I can see that my fear of failure and my self doubt almost robbed me of this opportunity. I'm not sure what helped change my perspective that night but to me, it seems possible that it was the Holy Spirit encouraging me, empowering me, and giving me new perspective. After all, that's the kind of thing that God does. Have you ever had an experience like that yourself? Struggling with fear of failure? Most people I know can relate to such experiences. This is when faith can play a role. God empowered Moses to leave Midian to walk through his fear into the good but challenging things waiting for him in Egypt. And God kept his promise to be with Moses every step of the way 
as Moses stepped into his role as leader of the Israelites. But it's important to note that Moses' fear did not just immediately evaporate. Instead, Moses continued to move forward while still experiencing fear and doubt. Moses was able to move through his fear because, just like we saw in the exchange at the burning bush, Moses continued to bring his concerns to God. In Exodus 5.22, Moses asked God, Why, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on this people, and you have not rescued your people at all. And then in Exodus 6.12 and 6.30, Moses asked God, Since I speak with faltering lips, why would Pharaoh listen to me? Moses continued to trust God with his fears and doubts and hopes and dreams. And God continued to listen to Moses, to reassure him, and to follow through on his promises to him. By repeating this process over and over again, Moses' faith began to grow. His faith in God became so strong that later in the story, when the Israelites were in the process of fleeing Egypt, Moses was able to reassure the people of God's faithfulness. In Exodus 14, 13 and 14, Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. What a change. Moses was transformed from being ruled by fear to being bolstered by faith. We too can experience this kind of transformation. We too can see our fears turned to faith. We can do this by following Moses' example of being honest with ourselves and with God about our deepest desires and fears. By taking our concerns to God and letting God speak into them. By believing that God has good things in store for us. By taking steps forward in faith. And by returning to a God, to God again and again and again. With our doubts and insecurities and questions and feelings. As we do this, God promises to be with us every step of the way loving us unconditionally, reassuring us, and guiding us. One practical suggestion is to take some time to tune into how fear may be holding you back. Fear itself isn't inherently bad. Fear helps keep us safe, but we can run into trouble when fear begins to control us, when it keeps us from taking healthy risks or when it prevents us from experiencing the good things that God has for us. Sometimes fear looks like avoidance or doubt or worry, but it also shows up in many other ways. Fear can look like perfectionism or jealousy, anxiety or rage. It can look like emotional walls or escapism micromanaging or FOMO, fear of missing out. 
Take some time to journal and pray. Ask God to help you see the ways that fear may be holding you back. Another practical suggestion is to remember that faith allows us to approach fear with wisdom and courage. Growing in faith means that we approach fear with wisdom. This means that fear is not automatically in control of our decisions and behaviors. Instead, we have the ability to discern when to respect fear and when to push ourselves to move through it. And this is where courage comes in. As many wise individuals have pointed out, courage is not the absence of fear. Instead, it is the ability to acknowledge our fear and to move forward anyway. And as we saw with, with Moses, faith in God is one thing that can give us the courage to do this. Knowing that God is with us no matter what, that our value will not be called into question even if we fail, that can empower us to take steps forward even while still feeling afraid. In what ways is God calling you out of fear and into faith? I'd love to hear more about how God is moving in your life. If you're interested in discussing this sermon together, please join our sermon discussion group during our Zoom service. The service starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time and the discussion group kicks off around 11.45. I hope to see you soon and have a wonderful week.